Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston is joined by Wayne Shepard to talk about your teen's search for wisdom. Let's join Mark and Wayne now. You know what, Wayne? I, you know, I think parents are beginning to think, how come my child doesn't listen to me anymore? And part of it is because we have access to so much information that they don't know the difference between information and wisdom. And uh-huh. what they're longing for is that sense of wisdom. I think most people shortchange themselves and don't realize the amount of wisdom they possess. Really? So if you are listening right now, I'm directing that right at you. You possess a lot of wisdom. You have something to share. That's right. And and God has given you that wisdom through Scripture, through experiences, insight, lessons learned. The hard part is presenting it in a way that's interesting, applicable, and personable. As your child becomes a teen, that blurting out anything on your mind method no longer works. Hmm. They're wanting wisdom presented to them in doable doses that makes a difference in their world and brings the truth they have learned to life. But here's a question from a parent that I think really sets the stage for us. My 13-year-old is convinced that I don't know anything. How do I change my mind? How do I get him to listen to me? You know what? Every 13-year-old thinks that about parents. You know, and, and maybe you don't know anything. I mean, I mean, realistically, maybe you don't know how to respond you know, what they think might be important. And what was important to them two or three years ago when they yeah. were 11 and 12? It's changed, hasn't it's it? It's changed. Yeah. It's a whole new world. So you need to figure what, out what that is as a mom or as a dad or even as a grandparent, because grandparents have this tendency to just continue to ramble and ramble and ramble, <laughs> and, and it just becomes a blur in, the, in their grandkids' life. You know, but, but I tell people all the time that, that how you gain wisdom is by observation, reflection, and experience, or O-R-E. Just remember those three things. Hmm. That's how you gain it. And so if you gain it that way, then then rely on, on those assets that you have, what you have seen, what you have reflected on, and what you have experienced in your life, and then figure out how to engage your child with them. So that's what we're going to talk about in okay. this segment. Well, let's talk about the O, observation. Yeah, what have you seen? What have you seen in your life? I mean, that's important. I mean, I, I, I spend a lot of time around a fireplace during the winter with my dog sitting next to me, and I'm just thinking of different times in my life. What have I gathered from what I've been exposed to? When I've seen horrible things happen, when I have been in places that have challenged my thinking, when I've gone through very tough things, you have observed a lot of things in the world that you live in. And, and maybe, learned in the process. That's right. And maybe you don't know that you've learned, but but you have these nuggets of truth that you can share with your your child or your grandchild, if you've observed it, then there's something about the uniqueness of you that you need to figure out what it is. And let me say this, because I think it's important. I believe in the inerrancy of God's Word and the authority of God's Word. 
And of course, everybody knows that I was Oklahoma Bible Quiz Champ of 1969. <laughs> everybody knows that. So I believe in Scripture. But here's here's the thing that I think becomes so important, because we get this idea that I just need to share God's Word with my child, and then I'll be okay. And, and let me add something to that. You need to share God's Word as it's been lived out in your life. Yeah, there's no substitute. That's right. It, that, that brings life. It's where the Word becomes flesh and dwells among your kids. And out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. God speaks to us through the message of your life. I mean, and so that's what they want to see. It's no longer just giving me information. And I've said this on other programs that I think kids are looking at Scripture as just another piece of information. I know that's not true. Hmm. You know, you know that's not true. If you're listening to this, you know that's not true. But our kids are being deceived in a contrary culture, and they need to see it in action. They need to see it played out in somebody's life in such a way that they can embrace that person and see the uniqueness of who they are. They can read Scripture. What they need is to see a living example of Scripture acting out. And all that observation helps you understand, and they understand their world better. And so it's it's what you have observed and seen and how you fleshed it out. Yeah. This becomes so, so important. So important, how you filter it and pass it on to your team. Absolutely, because that's, I, you know, if, if I've had an experience where where it's been a near-death experience, I can tell the story from one perspective to to make people think about it, but it's it's something different to say it in such a way that this is what I've experienced and seen, and now I want to make sure a child you know, embraces what I learned from that. All right, O-R-E, observation, reflection, experience. That's observation. How about the R, reflection? Well, yeah, reflection. What do you think about? I mean, really, when you sit down in your quiet moments, what do you think about? You know, I think a lot about uh, marijuana and the impact that it has on this country. I think mm-hmm. about politics and, and what it's doing to kids and how they perceive. Mm-hmm. I think about the lack of respect that are, is in our culture. I, I think about the hurting people that are being challenged. So I think about those things. But how does that help our teen? Well, when I start to think about them and engage in such a way, I, I've, I've taken those things that I've thought about and I've thought it through. You know, when I look at the marijuana issue, because most parents say, don't smoke pot, you, you're going to get in trouble. Kids will go, I hear that message everywhere. And we know that it's not working. I think what a child wants to hear is tell me about your experience because they value the relationship. What do you think about? And I would say, you know, this is what I've learned and what I've thought about is that kids that I've seen throughout life that smoke pot during their teen years, they lose motivation and they don't get to where they want to go. And so they don't end up at a place where they really want to be. That's my thinking about it. Okay, nobody can challenge that. It's right. what I've seen, and now I've thought about it, and I'm trying to figure out how to get it out. And so it becomes important to spend time thinking, how am I going to express the things that I know to be true in a way that's attractive and non-judgmental? And how's experience different from that, Mark? Well, what have you done? I mean, it's not only what you've seen or what you, you think, think about. about uh-huh. What have you done in your life? I mean, you are a unique individual that's that's created in the image of God. You are uniquely made, and we know that. So you have a unique life. So what have you done in life that you can pull lessons from that and then engage with kids, not for the idea just so that you have a place to share your story, but that can help them, that they look at you and go, you know, whenever I'm with my mom or I'm with my dad— 
I am getting something that's changing my world. And it means this, that even a fool appears wise when he keeps his mouth shut. (laughs) That a fool delights in sharing his opinion. You know what? I don't want to hear... As a teen, I don't want to hear your opinion about all these things. I want to hear what you think about. You want wisdom. That's right. Every parent knows that setting rules and consequences is one of the hardest parts of the job. But lots of parents make it harder than it has to be. Mark Gregston has helped parents all over the country. And now he's put what he's learned into the Developing Rules and Consequences workbook. In it, Mark walks parents through the process of putting together a plan for developing rules and consequences that generate results. In the Developing Rules and Consequences workbook, Mark talks about the importance of setting a small number of specific rules that change the whole atmosphere of your home. Communicating exactly what you want from your team will help you learn how to discourage inappropriate behavior and encourage better decision-making. That means crafting rules with consequences that will make them think twice before they make a decision. The Developing Rules and Consequences workbook will show you how by helping you create a custom plan that works for your home. The hardest part of the job is about to get a little easier. Order the Developing Rules and Consequences workbook by visiting parentingteenresources.org. All right, how do we go about dispensing wisdom? Well, you know, you quit lecturing. I mean, that's the the number one thing. Can you tell I'm passionate about this? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) I think this is one of the hardest things for parents to do, is to learn how to to take what they've been exposed to in life and engage with a child that offers them hope in the world that they're living in. It doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't. It has to be very intentional. But you have to do it without lecturing. Lecturing doesn't work anymore. So open up the conversation intentionally. You know, communicate that you aren't afraid of the hard conversations. I tell kids all the time, whatever you want to ask me, ask me. I mean, whatever. Hmm. And so just let your mind run. And what questions do you think kids would have? In everything that they're exposed to, they're looking for answers. That would lead some great conversations. That's right. You know, expose the truth in love and tell stories that are interesting. We don't want to hear about your medical problems (laughs) and all the other stuff. Just tell stories that are interesting. Mark, a few moments ago, we were talking about the best ways to communicate wisdom. You quickly said to expose the truth in love as parents. (laughs) What what do you mean by that? You know what? I don't think kids get... um, much truth anymore. I, I mean, I do believe that there's a lot of fake information out there, unreal information, a bombardment of information. No doubt about that. So they have a tough time kind of figuring out what's what's true and what's not. And uh, and so I want kids to know that 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 I'm going to be full of grace, but I'm also going to be full of truth. That I'm going to say what needs to be said, and I and you can say it without being judgmental. Mm-hmm. Many of us have been taught to say the truth of something that we disagree with and be judgmental. And I'm convinced that you can say things without being judgmental. Yeah. You can just say it. I don't I have to convict anybody. I don't have to judge them. I don't have to tell them they're wrong. I can just stand strong. So I do it in a loving way. And so it, whatever I see when I'm talking with kids, whatever I see, whatever, I'm going to say something about it. <laughs> and if somebody goes, well, hey, don't talk to them about this, I go, well, that's exactly what I'm going to talk about. But that's not cool. It's not cool, but it's wanted and desired. Yeah. And and people will come up and say, how do you get kids to do that? I speak to wh- wherever they are. And if we 
only speak to the periphery of, of their life and don't get to the heart of the issue, then we're never going to affect them. Then, then all of our words just become this empty chatter that's worthless. Hmm. And so I want a kid to know that that when I sit down with them, that that we're going to talk about whatever is truly in their heart. I call the ace in the hole. Mm-hmm. What is it in their life that that really needs to be discussed in a way that that offers them a sense of hope, not in judgment, but in love that that says I'm not afraid to talk about those things. And everything we said about parents passing wisdom on applies to grandparents as well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, here's a grandparent's question: I want to share wisdom with my grandkids, but I'm having trouble moving from the fun hangout times to more serious conversations that transfer wisdom. Yeah, you know what? I, I mean, I tell people this all the time. You know, don't make it a program. Let it kind of flow from who you are. But if you're looking for a catalyst for that to happen, go see a movie that that you say, let's, okay, let's, every other week, let's go see a movie, and then we'll sit down and talk about it afterwards. Go get ice cream. Go get a cup of coffee. Every kid loves drinking coffee now. And I mean, <laughs> so go sit down and talk about it, and, and that's where you get to share your ideas. Don't try to convince them what you believe. Just share your thought. They can share their thoughts. And it just means that you can move toward them and and still have fun and, and make it Uncle Wilbur's wisdom moment, you know, and some <laughs> Something goofy and weird, but yet they're grabbing a hold of it because they see the insight that you have because you've spent time thinking about what you've observed, what you've reflected on, and what you've experienced. I know in you your feel life. strongly about yeah. grandparents uh, passing this wisdom on too. I do. Yeah. Quit talking about all your medical problems. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear about those things. You know, they want to hear about life, not 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 the failure of your body. You know, I mean, I see. Elderly people do that all the time. I go, these kids have their mouths wide open going, I I don't even know what to say. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful in your life and family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.